Defend your build with one of the stiffest subfloors on the planet. LP Legacy Premium Subflooring with Gorilla Glue technology helps prevent swelling and setbacks. This strong, stiff, and quiet subflooring is just one of the many products by LP Structural Solutions. Visit lpcorp.com, that's lpcorp.com, to shop the full range of industry-leading, durable building materials. Hey, this is Brett Miller with another episode of Wood Talks, an NWFA podcast. Today, I've got a very special guest, someone who I have admired in this industry and I consider to be one of the legends that is, has really carved out what the NWFA is and, and how we've gotten to where we're at from the from the educational side and from the, the technical aspect of what it is we do every day. I'd like to welcome uh, Steve Seabaugh. <laughs> It's, it's great to be here talking to you today, and uh, look forward to this. Awesome. Well, you've been on my list to, to try to get on as as a guest for, for quite a while, and it's funny, a lot of the people that I've had interviews with bring up your name all the time, uh, and, and myself included. My first school that I attended at NWFA, you were the instructor, and I was kind of starstruck listening to you and hearing, reading about you in the magazine and all of that stuff. And then actually being here and learning from you to me was kind of that, that, that pinnacle. Um, then I got to teach along with you at some of the schools as I got further into the industry and just truly admire you and your background and, and what you bring to this industry. Um, well, I, I really appreciate that. And thank you for that. It, it's you know it's been a long road and I, I really I like to think that there were a lot of good years that hopefully I helped out a lot of people but you know when you back away from the industry there for a little while you start to you, you forget about that kind of stuff and it's good to hear from people and starting to get back involved I'm really excited about it so nice. I appreciate the compliment. Well, we're we're excited also that you're getting back engaged. Can you just talk a little bit about your background? Obviously, it's a family business. My grandfather did it. My father, growing up, it's all I can remember I ever wanted to do was be a floor man. I mean, from the time I was a little kid, I started running the edger, eight years old, scraping corners, running the broom, which I actually remember back in the days we didn't vacuum before finish. We swept and somehow it always turned out. Now we vacuum tack 18 times and there's still something to finish. <laughs> That's so, so true. It, it's, you know, you're, it, things have definitely changed over the years, but, you know, growing up, I guess, you know, the biggest thing is my grandfather, my father, it, always do your best the best you can and i just always tried to do that and built on that so you know we built a family business with a great reputation i have a younger brother that's in the industry that also has his own business and he has great reputation but um just always tried to do the very best and I, I truly believe that I was just given a talent. I think everybody is in life, and mine just happened to be wood flooring. And, you know, just growing up working, and I did take a few years off to go be a ski bum and get that out of my system and came back to Missouri when I was 25 and took over the family business and uh, 
I would say, I think I was 26. I don't know. It was the first convention I went to was Las Vegas. And before then, I really thought, and I've said this at schools, people have heard me say it, Stevie Wonder was the competition out there because every other floor I saw seemed like it was terrible. Yeah, right. <laughs> so when I went to that first convention and saw, you know, it wasn't big like it is now. And I don't even remember, you know, it's way over 20 years ago, but meeting other people that really cared about what they did, you know, some of the first people I met was Chuck Crispin. A lot of people know him and I worked with him and then he got me involved in the schools where then I met Daniel and Wayne Lee and, you know, everything just kind of really took off from there for me as far as business the way things went and getting involved with the nwfa probably daniel boone definitely is the one that that really brought me into the nwfa and introduced me to the school so much had me help out and eventually brought me on to be his assistant and that's how really got the start but you know, I'll admit a lot of the things I learned before I started teaching were the school of hard knocks, just not getting the job right the first time and doing it over. But when you do it over, you tend to learn. And it, if you're really paying attention, I think everybody can learn something every day from what we do. But right. I, I know, unfortunately, there are still people out in our industry that do the same thing every day the same way, even though, you know, from the equipment has improved, the finishes, the adhesives, everything's improved. So we always want to be changing what we're doing. Or I believe we should. What's, what's changed from uh, the days you started off to what you're doing today? I know you're back in the trade today. What have you seen well, majorly that's changed? Well, you know, obviously, when I was a kid, everything was a drum machine, which you had a lot more chatter just when the paper broke. You know, you had all that time fixing, get, making sure, digging it out of the drum. Um, I'll say I use the same edger that I used from way back then, which is amazing. I, I kind of hope they would figure out an easier way for us to edge the pins <laughs> over like that. So that, that's the one improvement I'm not sure they've made. Now, the machines do have better lights and smoother, but basically that hadn't changed. But <laughs> the big things are, you know, your different head sanders or uh, your buffers, all the different equipment they have from that that finish the job off. You know, back when it was just a buffer and screens, there was a lot more dish out. You did have the hard plates, but now with all these multi-head disc sanders, it I think that's really improved everyone being able to get a floor flat if they take the time to use it. Right. But, you know, obviously the stains and finishes have come a long way how nice they dry you know i remember back in the 80s of all the white floors oh you could, pickled you, floors oh yeah you could let that stuff dry for two three days and it still would want to roll off on you when you're putting the seal coat on 
Yeah, right. So they, you know, a lot of those things they've they've really improved over the years. But uh, I would say one of the biggest things are all the different manufacturers of the sandpaper. I mean, they've oh, man. they've made it where the sandpaper cuts so much more consistent, even and longer, and cuts it faster. So. Uh, right. That's helped our industry a ton. Just the improvements in that. Yeah. Which I'm yeah. I'm thankful for. Now, you know, probably more people to orbital their wall lines and go around. But when I was a kid, we hand scraped and hand sanded, and that's you get very efficient and not leaving very many edger marks and edger digs and using that scraper, which I know. A lot of my guys, you know, a couple of them can use a scraper pretty good, but most of them, because they only use it in the corners, they're not that handy with it. No, you tell somebody today that they got to scrape every butt wall and under every cabinet, they look at you crazy. It's uh, right. I was the same. My, I had no fingerprints because everything was hand sanded. Everything was scraped. The, the random right. orbital today has made a huge adjustment in how easy it is to remove some of those swirls right and it's a good and bad thing because i think you know we are probably a little more skilled with the scraper and hand sanding and being able to you know fix things in the middle of the floor where a lot of guys that have only ever used the orbital can't go in and just fix anything anywhere so you know it's good and bad it's made our life easier Right. Which we never complain about that. Yeah, you have a, a, a quote that is often repurposed, requoted at a lot of the schools. And I, I'll never forget when you first had this quote at um, one of the schools that was, uh, you know, and, and you just kind of said it, you know, do the same thing for 30 years. You're not getting any better. You're not learning anything. <laughs> I totally, I still believe in that statement. You're right. I used to love that one. There, there's a lot of guys in years experience, but they have done the same thing since that very first year and changed nothing. So really, that's not 30 years of experience. That's one year, just 30 times over. <laughs> there it is. Exactly. But that's even myself being away from the schools and the training for, uh, I've been to a couple schools for you, but uh, just a week ago, I went out and helped Daniel Boone, and that's one of the biggest things I told him. I'm like, I just like being around because when you're away from it for so long, there's a lot that has changed. You know, I I don't even know for sure what year I left NWFA, but I think it was about nine or ten years ago. There's been a lot of things change and going to the schools, even as an instructor, I mean, it's a great way to help the knowledge. I mean, you're just exposed to so many people and I love being exposed to the other people in the industry because the one thing about it, the guys that sign up for the classes, take the time out of their busy schedule and pay, they care what they're doing. They're people that, you know, just talking to them. I learn a lot from seeing yeah. how they run their business and different things. So, you know, that for me is one reason I love being around the, the schools, all the NWFA functions is just talking to people. 
it was just sitting and eating lunch and talking. You're still learning stuff, it seems like. When, when did you start as technical director here? And can you just kind of talk through a little bit about, you know, what you did here and your path to today? Sure. Uh, it was right at the, I think it was 2000 or the very beginning of maybe 2001. I do lose track of time a little, but I know it was right around that time frame when I actually, yeah, 2000, I just was volunteering at the schools and really got to know Daniel and Wayne very well. And 2001 is when Daniel had brought me on as his assistant and he was technical director at the time. And, you know, there, there's no greater honor than being the assistant to Daniel Finn. There, there's no not kidding. a better teacher in the world, instructor, person, father. Um, he, he really does care about the flooring industry. So for me, it, it was just the right thing, the right time in life. And I was, I was happy and blessed that I got that opportunity. And, you know, it continued for another 10, 11 years. But, you know, it's kind of funny. I'm not saying I look young. I know I was told when I was 30 that I looked very young. So <laughs> okay. I was I was basically 30 back when I started for the National Wood Flooring Association. And I can remember, you know, when we introduced at the different schools and we'd break for break or coffee break or lunchtime, I'd have these gentlemen in their 50s and 60s. They'd be like, how do you have 20 years experience? You don't even look 20 years old. So, <laughs> you know, it, it it was a great thing for me. I, I was probably one of the younger ones at the time, you know, um, but just getting to travel and meet and see so many people that really do love what they do. I mean, I, I've always been proud of being a floor man. There's nothing I would rather do. I love to work. It gives me, it, it's something in life that gives me joy actually going and doing floors. I know it probably sounds stupid or a little cheesy, but well, not, I, not to this I, audience. I 100% agree with you. Yeah, I, I just truly enjoy what we do. And, you know, I take a lot of pride in it. And when you're just around your own crew or, you know, your own hometown, you, you know, you kind of lose sight of things, but, you know, going to the schools and conventions and all the different functions that surround the NWFA and meet people that felt the same way I did about wood floors, just one of the biggest blessings in life that I could have ever had, just knowing that other people really care about it. And, you know, the instructors out there, the things you've been doing, it it just continues to advance our industry where, you know, I hope everyone continues to take pride in what we do and, you know, just be proud of it. But Right. Well, the, the years I had at the NWFA were, you know, that I looking back on them, it's not that I'm that old, but it definitely the funnest, best years, the just the friends and the friendships we had at the schools were incredible. It's hard to 
explain to other people, they don't understand, you know, you see these people, you travel all these places that, you know, they're from California, New York, wherever they're from. These are people I consider some my closest friends in life. Right. Right. So, you know, all, all those years doing that for the NWFA just added a lot to my life. Uh, you know, the, the 10 years, what we did there, building the schools, changing the curriculum from, you know, we developed the expert school. We always had the advanced school, but it, it was a great thing. And I, I'm glad you're continuing it. I know that. To be able to have you involved at any level, I mean, I was so thrilled to have you at at the schools you've been able to help us out with and, and just knowing that um, we could even somewhat tap the, you know, what you had already, already built with those expert schools. And I know we've kind of changed the names and the, the format a little bit, but man, it's it's taking advantage of the skills that people like you and like you mentioned, the teachers like Daniel and, and Lenny and, and so many of these other guys bring to the trade. I just love having you there. Oh, yeah. There, there are so many talented artists in our field from people that can do amazing things with the color and finish work to the carpentry skills that wood flooring, you, you have to have a little bit of all that to be great at what you do. And there are so many guys that are so great at what they do. And most of them are making a very good living and, you know, really getting paid the money they deserve. I know there's a lot of guys out there that probably still are not yet getting the money they deserve for what they do. But that's why I think everyone like yourself and me, we like to see the industry, everyone advance that way we raise our skills so everyone in our industry is making more money. Yeah, exactly. Matter of fact, Steve, it, you, you mentioned this, and this was something that was such a learning experience for me. I was a student at one of your classes, and I was doing floors out in Denver, and at the end of the class, you had made a comment. You said, oh, I'm getting ready to head back out to, to Colorado here uh, next week. I've got a customer up in, I think it was in Aspen or Vail. And you had mentioned to me at that point that this customer was paying you, I think it's something like 30 bucks a square foot, which was unheard of 20 years ago when I was doing floors out there. And they were shipping your tools out and they were bringing out, it was like you and Daniel and a, and a couple others. And I remember just thinking to myself, and I don't know if I said it out loud, but I was thinking, how is this guy who is an idol, but how is he coming into to my market at this rate and getting this sort of business? And it was at that point that I kind of realized, you know, you have to, the business is there. You have to step out of the day-to-day in order to get into it. And that to me was a learning experience that I, I mean, I, it, it, it was one that I still share today. Well, and that, I hate, I've always hated to see guys work so hard and just be stuck in that because there are companies out there where, yeah, it's all about just production. What can we get done today? How fast can we get it done? And I, you know, I don't make fun, but I do laugh at when the guy tells me, you know, they can install 1500 feet a day. 
I'm like, well, where's your Lamborghini then? <laughs> you can put in that much wood a day or sand 2,000 feet a day. You only need to work like one or two days a week, and you'll be very well off. <laughs> exactly. But, so what did you do? Um, you, you know, you were technical director here, and I know um, you worked with Frank. Frank Kropa was yes. technical director when I came in over here. Can you talk a little bit about your, you know, where you were at here and and your your tenure and what you did, and then you know what what brought you from that point to where you are today? Well, the the ten years there was great, and you know we, we did the schools, the training, everything, and kind of I just went through a really dark road in life. I, I, I'm ashamed of it, but I'm not afraid. You know, I became a drug addict, and I was the worst of the worst. And it, it doesn't matter how talented you are when you have an addiction. It Life is all about the addiction, and I lost focus of everything that meant anything to me in life. And basically, life fell apart for me. Um, I went through some very dark years, hard years. I, I ended up in prison which everybody always says there's no way you did i'm like yeah i did and there's deservingly so i i've made some bad choices and i i've been out and clean six and a half years now and um the one thing i'm blessed with is i still have my wood flooring talent even though at 45 you don't like to start over from scratch that's choices I made that's what I had to do but I've been working hard at it building things back and things are going really well for me that's Uh, awesome but it's I had I had a lot of people that supported me I mean once I was out and clean Wayne Lee Tony Robinson you know they they began to feed me work to get me back into it because even in my own hometown, you know, I'd burned a lot of bridges. So oh. getting people to trust you again. And uh, I know I had a lot of people praying for me, from my family, my mother, Wayne, Daniel, just a lot of people that cared about me and believed in me that has really got me back to where I'm at. Things are going great. I have my business going again. We're out contracting, standing, finishing installing floors every day that's um, awesome uh, you know there's certain things i know i i forgot and lost through those off years but for the most part i don't say it braggingly but i know i have a talent a skill and i'm a good floor man and i intend to always be improving that's for sure that's uh, and i i could promise you there was more than those you just named off that we're praying for you. I know it was, it was, uh, a lot of people in this industry did and do hold you up as, as, you know, someone who has brought so much to this industry. And when we, you know, I think when we knew that you were going through a troubled time, I think, I mean, yeah, you were in a lot of our thoughts and prayers and hoping you'd find your way back. And and I, I do agree. I know there's so many people out there. I didn't mention that have been such a huge support to me. It, it, it truly means a lot because when you lose your way, you, 
you question yourself. So if you don't have people that are, you know, standing behind you and letting you know that what you're doing now is, okay, you know, you definitely question yourself after you've made such poor decisions. So it, it, it's been great having, you know, the wood flooring family behind me and those that have really stuck with me and supported me. So I, I'm not sure I would have made it without it. That's awesome. So you're back. You're doing floors again. I know I got to meet your brother uh, first time I got to meet him. Um, do you guys work together still? And, and is he we, down? We have two separate businesses, but we're you know we're live in the same town and we don't compete as and cut each other down or you know we're both happy if someone gets the work. Maybe the other guys in town were not so happy when they get it. <laughs> right. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we help each other out. You, we run, if I mess up and run out of sandpaper, that's the first person I call, see if he has it or if he needs a gallon of stain. So we we help each other out any way we can. But, yeah, we have two separate businesses. But I know he runs a great business as well. Nice. Oh, that's, that's awesome. You know, are you still doing – I mean, I remember – some of the floors that you have won floor of the year with the wood floor of the year. I mean, do you still get to do some of the, the higher end expert level floors for your customers? Yeah, yeah we have. I, I, um, it's been a couple of years ago now since I did, but it was kind of cool for me, especially after everything I went through in life. I had this guy, open this magazine and show me this picture and i don't even remember what my magazine but it just happened to be from the floor of the year that i had done uh up in glencoe up in chicago area and so you know i wasn't saying it arrogant but he's like are you able to do this and so i said well read that article a little further so he read down <laughs> he's like you did this? I was like, yeah, I did that for it. So, you know, he loved it and we kind of changed it a little bit, duplicated it. So uh, we've still got to do, you know, when you're rebuilding a business, the first, you know, few years, no, I didn't get to do anything too fancy. I, I had to regain people's trust, but now we're back, you know, doing, a lot of the custom colors, the reactive stains and hand scraped and some inlay and border work again. So, yeah, it's picking back up. Nice. That's awesome. I know Wayne um, had told me when you first got out and he was connecting with you, trying to get you engaged with some work. He had told me that he was working with you quite a bit, and that was uh, such music to my ears. So I'm, I'm glad you were able to get back back on the horse and running with it. Oh, yeah. Wayne, Wayne definitely, like I said, in my own hometown, you know, I'd probably left a bad taste in some people's mouth. Everybody knew what I went through. It was pretty, pretty horrific ordeal. But, you know, Wayne didn't live too far from me, an hour and a half, two hours. And he really helped hook me up with a lot of work and really got me back rolling again where I was able, you know, to afford to even do business. Because when I say I went from nothing, I had nothing. 
Yeah. Wow. I can't so, imagine. It, it's one of those things. Anyone listening that would have any kind of issue, uh, I pray that you take care of it. Don't go down the road I did and let it just take everything from you. But it's hard. It's hard between, you know, people being prideful and a little arrogant, a little stupid. There's a lot of us that end up making those poor choices. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, again, just to, to look on the positive note and the positive side of that, you're, you know, you're on the, the backside of, of the speed bump. You made it over and, you know, seeing you get reengaged. I know just, uh, Recently, you did a school with Daniel Boone, and I remember I just saw a picture uh, and the smile on your face, Daniel's face, and the students' faces. I, I was thinking to myself, man, those students really had a treat with both Daniel Boone and Steve Seabaugh, their teacher. Uh, for me, it was a great week. I mean, probably the best week I've had in years, being able to be, you know, it was a small class, but it was perfect. Um, great students, everyone there wanted to learn, and just spending time with them and, and being there with Daniel, who's always been so supportive of me, and him helping get me back involved and in front of people. I know whatever he put on Facebook or Twitter, he would show me the responses he was getting, and you know, it, it really made me feel good, and I'm, I'm happy to be back, and doing the right things and I'm looking forward to helping out in the industry and schools in any way I can. That's awesome. And I know you had mentioned, uh, and I had asked if you would participate in our schools later this year, our advanced schools. Um, you're, you're always welcome. And as long as you're still willing, we're we're looking forward to having you here. No, that'd, that'd be great. I'd love to help out. Nice. You know, just on a, on a on another note, I thought it was um, it was really a small world moment when a couple of weeks ago my son was down in in Cape Girardeau for a track meet. I wasn't able to make it down, but I saw the results, and he told me you know how it all happened. And I saw a name on there, and I knew you had a son that was about the same age. And you know, Seabaugh was running. Matter of fact, Seabaugh and Miller were running against each other. That was really cool to see. I guess that was the uh, the four by eight. I think they ran neck and neck. Right. Uh, from what I what you told me, it was like down to that the the nose hair that separated you guys. Ended up taking that race. Yeah, for me, I, you know, I, I'm way more involved in my kid's life again, and it, you know, being at that, seeing him, and you know. Obviously, since he's the one that did come out on top, he, that was that was a great race for him, and you know he he really enjoys that. In fact, that's where I'm headed today is for the state. He made it for the four by four. So, oh man, congratulations! That's so awesome. Yeah, it it, it is. I I was a runner, but nothing like him. Yeah, that boy. That boy can run. I don't know where my kids get it. They definitely don't get speed from me. I was not known to be fast. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I, I I was a runner. I didn't say I was fast. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I did it to stay in shape for wrestling. That's what I did it for. Nice. Nice. 
Well, Steve, I, I can't thank you enough. I know, uh, I mean, I could talk with you all day. I, I, I truly appreciate you taking the time to come on and, and, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, being back, back in the industry. I guess for me, it's, it's so nice to see you back and to have you back and open door um, invitation anytime you want to be a part of one of our schools or anything. I mean, I'll probably keep on bugging you and asking you to, to come. So just know that it's an open door invitation, but I, I can't thank you enough for taking the time well, today just to talk and what you brought for I, the industry. I, I appreciate the opportunity and I appreciate all the support and forgiveness that everyone has showed me. Um, it, it's been great. This is what I love to do. I love being a floor man and I hope everybody out there takes pride in our industry. I mean, we, we have talent. Our industry is full of talent up and down the field. Well, Steve, thank you again. And uh, drive safe and have fun at your son's track meet. I will do it. You enjoy the weekend. Thank you all. You too. Take care. Bye.